Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Habits You Love, a thought-provoking podcast about self-love, self-healing, and spiritual evolution. I'm Kayla Fazio, the host, and I take you on the journey of my own trauma healing and share real, raw, and authentic life situations. My mission is to expand your mind to what you think is possible for you and provoke thoughts of looking at your own healing you may need and help you discover the power you have within you to start a self-healing journey, build healthy habits and create a life you love. If you haven't already, click the follow button and leave a review. Also, check out my website, habitsyoulove.com, where you can find even more resources, healing practices, and support. Now, let's get to the episode. All right, welcome back to another episode of Habits You Love. I just want to say how good was that conversation last week with Becky about alcoholic family systems. I hope you guys learned a lot. I know I did. I thought it was a very enlightening conversation. She, it feels like I just know her and I've never met her. That was the first time we've ever even talked in person. I just love humans that are so raw, so real, and we'll just open up and share and be like, this is me. Take it or leave it. I think We need to not only be those people, but find those people and stick closely to them as much as possible. She opened up so much insight about how family systems and dynamics really shape who we are as people, how we operate, how we will shape our families and the generations to come. And with everything else we talk about in this podcast, really just provoking your thoughts. I know it definitely provoked my thoughts. How about you guys? Don't you guys just have any sort of light bulb or aha moments in there where you're just like, I've never thought of it like this before. And that's I like, I love that she just said I was curious because that is 
100% a great word to, de- to describe me, honestly. It's the reason I listen and watch so many YouTube videos. I listen to podcasts and books that I read is because I know there is always more to discover about myself. It's almost like I'm just waiting to hear that like one thing that triggers my thoughts and a light bulb goes off. There's obviously a ton of information that I take in that I don't act on and it kind of just gets ciphered through. I think the important stuff really comes to the forefront and the other stuff just goes to the wayside, but there's really been some life-changing things that I've heard that just made me go, huh, okay, what if, or maybe that's the way I am, or that could really help me if I applied it this way. I just think people aren't curious enough. They don't even take the time to even try to figure anything out. I mean, it's just kind of like digging for gold. You're going to search and search and search and search, and you're going to find little nuggets of gold. And some of those are really going to pay off. But a lot of people never go searching for gold. And if you think you have yourself figured out, you don't. And you probably never will. With every new month, new year, new opportunity ahead of you, new seasons, you are going to continue to grow. So I talk about self-awareness a lot, and it's so important to be able to just sit with yourself and your thoughts in every season and make sure that you are on the same page with you. (laughs) You never want to be too far behind yourself. You want your emotional and mental awareness, intelligence, stability to be parallel with where you are in life. I think most people, most people you know, probably you yourself, it's a majority of us, are not our age emotionally. It's kind of like that phrase, stop acting your shoe size. That's actually a very real, very uh, relatable phrase. I don't think most people are their age emotionally as they are literally. They are usually so much farther behind emotionally than their real age. So if that's confusing, let me give you an example. I think the most pivotal time for me was right before I started therapy and I could get outside myself and look at my life from the outside and be like, okay, I live in California. This is how my day looks every day. These are the situations that I'm being faced with every day. This is the relationship that I'm in. This is how I'm treating my body. This is the thoughts that I have. These are the feelings that I have. This is my mood, my attitude. But I didn't know what any of that meant. I didn't know that there was things that all lined up perfectly for all those things to be happening exactly the way they were. My mental was not in alignment with where I literally and physically was. I was, uh, let's see, anywhere from 27 to 29 when I kind of started to realize all this. But emotionally, God, I was maybe like 16, if that. But now because of my heightened sense of self-awareness, I can be immersed in any situation and I can take it for what it is. I definitely handle it better. I can be more emotionally present and not be so disassociated from reality, but be present and again, parallel mentally with what is happening in my own life. 
This brings me to the point of this episode, which is really just being aware of when new seasons are upon you or when it's time to let things go, when it's time to shed things. Having that awareness to look at everything from a bird's eye view and see all the intricate details of our own life. And when you need to take action, when you don't need to take action, when it's time to move on, when it's time to let go. And I think a couple of reasons why letting go is so hard for all of us to do from people, from relationships, from jobs, from outcomes that we want, just everything in our lives, it just really boils down to one thing. And it's the unknown. It's the uncertainty. It's the what's going to happen if I relinquish this control or I loosen my grip on this thing that I'm trying to control so much. We step out of or away from something that gave us or is giving us certainty or an identity about ourselves. And when we let go, we're just letting go of that. And it's really, really uncomfortable. Like I said, a relationship, a job, the thing that makes it hard for us to let go is life is always trying to keep us safe. It's always trying to keep us in this confines of this of this little box. I'm personally at a point where I am letting go of so many beliefs about myself. I'm letting go of so many beliefs about what I'm capable of doing. So many beliefs about who gets to come with me on my journey and who gets to be a part of it. I'm reanalyzing that. I'm reassessing that. So many negative beliefs that are keeping me stuck, like finding validation from other people or doing things for popularity or staying within the confines of what I think other people might want to hear or see from me when instead of, you know, just doing what I want to do. And it is so intense, these feelings. And I know that letting go is just so powerful. If you are trying to get anywhere in this life, if you are trying to grow, if you want to really raise your vibration and raise your energy and actually attract more things into your life. People think that the more they hold on to, the more they can gather, the more weight they can carry, the more that they can control, the more I can hold on to, that will actually get them farther in life. When actually control, trying to have control is so deeply rooted in fear It's this fear of trying to manipulate and control other people or certain outcomes that you want. You actually subconsciously try to control everything and everyone around you, the less you will get out of life. I'm, I'm telling you, the people that I know that try to control as much of their lives as possible are the most miserable people that I know, are the most stuck people that I know, are the smallest people that I know, are the people that can actually complain the most because they just won't breathe. They won't loosen their grip on the things that they have in their grasp. And I know right now you think it's opposite. You think, no, if I just control everything and everyone, I get exactly what I want. But what you're actually doing is you are shrinking yourself so far down and you're compacting too much inside of you until you want to or you do explode and that will inevitably happen. 
the times that I look back on my life and I've just let go, there's so many things that I've wanted to change and so many things that I wanted to control. And the more I thought about it, the more it controlled me because I would think about it 24 seven nonstop. It wasn't happening. It wasn't coming into my life. And I was like, why is this not happening? I'm thinking about it all the time. I'm trying to manifest it. I'm putting so much energy into it. And then as soon as I realized that I wasn't thinking about it anymore, poof, like, there it was. It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> Not really out of nowhere because it's always circulating around you. It's just waiting on you to be ready for it to drop. But we just have to keep stripping away and shedding. And if you want another infamous Kayla analogy, I really think about it as like, you know, when you have just something stuck on your hand and you're like shaking your hand really fast, maybe like it's gum or know, something sticky that's just stuck to your hands and you're just shaking it off because you really want it to come off of your hands. And it takes a couple tries to get it off and you're frustrated because you don't want the sticky stuff on you anymore, but it doesn't seem to want to come off until you shake your hands hard enough for it to fall off. That's really how I picture things that are no longer serving me as much shaking as it's going to take to get rid of it, it's imperative that I do and that you do too. Again, another analogy for just we have to keep shaking these things off. Shake it off. Taylor Swift throwing that quote out there. We have to shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. I'm not going to sing it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Learning to navigate my emotions hasn't always been an easy process, and it takes intentional effort and focus. It can be messy and hard at times. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, or becoming a parent. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of this complex engine called you. Therapy really did alter the direction of my life. Everyone's life experiences are different and not everyone's path to self-awareness will be the same. But having someone who knows what you need and can guide you in the right direction will help you faster and take you farther than if you were to try to do it on your own. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash habits. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash habits. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So maybe you're in this new season, and you can feel this shift. 
I'm a firm believer that I can literally feel every single shift of God is trying to tell me. I can literally feel it until I act on it. So maybe you're having thoughts and feelings of, I am feeling a pull away from this certain thing. This no longer fulfills me. This person no longer supports the path that I'm on. So does anyone else feel this shift in the season where you can feel like you can get rid of a lot and move on, move on from people, from jobs, from places, from family, just shed everything that's not working for you anymore. This is very difficult for me. I think the biggest feeling that comes up for me when I want to move on from people or when I want to move on from things is I I do tend to feel super guilty when I feel that I have to move on. And that's something that I'm really working on because naturally we will grow apart from people and things and things that we've once found our identity in or we put up a lot of emotions into or we have a lot of memories with or into something that we feel that we have to hold on to forever. And guess what? We just don't have to hold on to things forever. I think the theme of this episode is really, I just want to like scream this from the mountaintops because I have to scream it to my own self every single day is you have permission to no longer hold on to things that no longer serve a purpose in your life. And if I want to say anything to you, and I really want to say like, five cuss words right now, but my grandma is probably going to listen to this episode. And I just want to say like, F what small people think. F what they are doing. F what you think you have to do. F what you are comfortable with. All of the magic happens in the unknown. So it's time to let go of anything that's no longer serving you. Anything, anyone, any place, any opportunity, any identity that you're, that you're putting yourself into. If it's not serving you, if it's holding you back, if you feel like, again, you have sticky, stuff on your hands that you're trying to shake off. Or even sometimes for me, it feels like I'm trying to run and something is, has a hold of my arm where I'm kind of moving forward in a direction and I'm not going backward and I'm not staying still. I'm, I'm moving forward, but I could be moving a lot farther, a lot faster if that thing wasn't holding on to my arm. So what is that thing holding on to you that you cannot seem to shake or you wish would let go? or you wish you could let go, but for whatever reason, you found your identity in it. You've put more importance on it than it needs to be. And you're so afraid of the unknown of what's going to happen when you do let it go, when you do shake it off, that it's paralyzing you. So how do you know when it's time to let go of something or someone? So let's get into that. Here are some signs you are essentially outgrowing your own life and you're sick and tired of being where you are. You're sick and tired of the people in your life. You're sick and tired of that one person making you feel like crap every time you talk to them or your energy is just drained every time you go into that place of work. And so let's get into that. So number one, there's six of them that I wrote down. There's actually a lot more, but I think these are the six that I really relate to. So I just wanted to do these. I'm really quick to actually acknowledge this and become aware of this. It might be a a fault of mine to be so quick to do this. I really don't spend unnecessary time lingering on things that I don't want to do, people that I don't want to be around, places I don't want to be. I'm really good at being like, nope, that's not working. So number one, you can no longer relate to the people around you. When you begin to realize 
that you have nothing to talk about with the people you surround yourself with and everything's maybe surface level or you never really quite go deep or get vulnerable with people, that's a sign that you've outgrown them. You know, maybe you grow apart from the activities that you guys used to do and they're still stuck in the party ways and you want to move on and be, and you want to move on and be better in business or start something new or be active and not be so much in the party lifestyle. Obviously, you've outgrown those people that you previously participated in things with. Um, and then communication just feels like a struggle with them, like your friends, your family and and others. They're probably going to comment, maybe not to your face, but they're going to talk about how you've changed, how you're different, how you're fallen off the wayside, how you're this, how you're that. Definitely be prepared. The people that you outgrow that are going to stay stuck and they're familiar and they're known. And when you're jumping out into the unknown and making shit happen for you, they're not going to be happy about it because it's going to trigger some sort of feelings in them about their own selves. So when others start telling you that you've changed take it as a huge freaking compliment. Honestly, like I had someone tell me that recently. They're like, you've changed. You're not the same person that I did this with whatever a year ago. And I honestly was like, good. Like, thank you. Thank you for that compliment. I'm so glad I'm not the same person that I was a year ago. Not everyone is meant to be a part of your life story forever. And it's okay to release the people that you've outgrown to move forward with your life. That is number one. I think that's the biggest one I've gone through. I love every single person in my life and I would never say I'm better than anyone or they're below me or they're not good enough. It's just, you know, you're walking along this path with people and they're good. They want to stop. They want to pull over. They want to get out of the car. And you're like, but wait, I want to keep going. And they're like, what? but I want to stop. And you can't, I think when we stop and we settle, we're going to be unhappy and we're going to be unfulfilled and it's, we're eventually going to resent people for that. As much as I would love to have a bus full of people come along with me on my dreams and desires, some people want to get off the bus and they're good with where they get off and I just have to keep going. Number two, you have a constant feeling of discontent or unfulfillment. I can really, really, really tell when I am unfulfilled in something. And that's definitely something I've gone through in the past month. I'm actually in a completely new area of my life. I'm starting something completely different. And this is going to be a whole other episode that I want to do on like the pressures of social media and kind of ties into letting go too. I'm like letting go of this identity of someone that I thought that I had to be because I've done it for so long. And I just keep holding on to this identity of like, but wait, I've always done this. And even though I don't enjoy it and I'm unfulfilled and I feel like I'm dog paddling upstream to keep it going, but it's all that I knew. This is like a whole other episode that I am going to have to do, but I'd feel a new wave and I took on a whole new job essentially, but I can feel that's the universe saying, Kayla, like we need you to grow. We need more out of you. We need you to be challenged and this will actually get you to where you want. And it's something that you've asked for and prayed for. And you're going to have to let go of this identity that you've been holding on to for almost eight years. So I'm still young. I still have so much life to live and I don't have to hold on to these things forever. You've outgrown your life when you start feeling consistent dissatisfaction with what you're doing. That was a huge sign for me. Maybe 
your current life no longer challenges you in the way that it once did. And when we don't feel challenged as human beings, life feels mundane. And I think this is really when depression can really start to creep its way in. I think as humans, our greatest desire is to have meaning is to have purpose. Again, as humans, our greatest fear is not that we're going to die. Our greatest fear is that we won't live up to our potential. And so I feel personally that I'm constantly chasing my highest potential because I know when I'm not there. I know what I'm settling. I know when I'm just not giving it my all, being my all, doing my all. And I feel that. And so I'm constantly chasing this, the higher potential, this highest version of myself. When you feel discontent, when I feel discontent with the way life is going for me, we have to listen to that inner voice and it's telling us it's time to make changes and it's time to grow. And I'm so quick to act on that. I'm, and this is maybe a fault of mine because I don't know a lot of people like this, but every decision that I've made, every person that I've moved on from, every opportunity or job that I've tried and done and I've moved on from, it's always just been a bridge. I think I picture everything as little tiny bridges working my way up. This is where I'm trying to go. And all of these things are just little bridges getting me there. So a good question to ask yourself here is when you do feel discontent is what would make me happy. When you're feeling down, it's easy to focus on what you don't like about your life. So just start asking yourself, what could I do that would make me happy? And all you have to do is start taking little tiny steps, getting on those little tiny bridges to that thing. Number three, you feel like you're just going through the motions. I don't like going through the motions. <laughs> I don't like being in the cycle of Groundhog's Day. I know that for sure. It's a big sign that you've already started to outgrow your life. If you wake up every day with zero motivation, you're not enthusiastic about what you're going to do that day, and you just kind of move throughout the day on, on autopilot, and it's just a cycle of mundane. And this is just a huge sign that you're ready for a life change. And I've had points in my life where I was just getting through the day. Again, a dog paddling upstream. I hate when I feel like I'm dog paddling upstream. It's just a very depressing way to live. Just don't accept a mundane life for yourself. Make the changes necessary to get excited about your day. Even if you just have to add in like a hobby that actually excites you, you never know what that could lead to. You never know what a hobby could actually turn into a part-time job, could turn into a full-time job, could turn into you starting a business because you just started and you just took the tiny steps. But I feel like that's where most people don't do. Again, this kind of goes back to the very beginning where like most people don't start digging for gold. You're not going to strike gold every single time you search, but if you don't search, you'll never find it. Number four, you start trying to fill a void. This is another sign that you are outgrowing your life. It's almost like you're bored. So maybe you're doing it with alcohol, drugs, food, shopping, sex, any of those things. This one can be really hard to identify because you just might think that you have a lack of control or a lack of discipline. Like when most people are alcoholics or drug addicts, they're just like, well, I just have, don't have any control when it comes to that area of my life. And you have to take inventory of the thoughts that you're having when you are tempted to engage in these sort of addictions. 
Are you trying to numb feelings of dissatisfaction with your life? Do you not have meaning with your life? Do you not have purpose in your life? It's kind of like we've come to the end of the road and there's nothing left but to do these things that are vices, that are trying to fill voids when really if you just choose a hobby, choose something that does make you happy in your life. It could be so small. If you like dogs, take on dog walking. If you like music, try to learn a new instrument. If you want to go to a different country, start learning that language. It's like that's going to kind of start this ripple effect and this momentum that if you just added these things throughout the day, it's it's going to create that momentum and that area of your life would really start to expand. And who knows, it might even take over your entire life in a positive way. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So we have to stop filling the voids in our life with things that are just temporary vices that give us temporary feelings when we're really band-aiding a bullet wound here with these addictive patterns. Okay, number five is your vision board is 100% unrelated to any part of your current life. That's a slap in the face, and it was a huge eye-opener for me when I... I don't really create vision boards a lot, but I think for me, I do make little collages that I'll put on my screensaver, but I kind of have this mental picture of a vision board of my goals and my dreams. Most of the time... It's completely different than the reality that I'm living. And I don't want to be ungrateful because I have accomplished things in my life that I I did pray for at one point. And I want to appreciate those and be grateful for those and realize if I can accomplish those things, I can still accomplish things that I keep adding to my vision board, which is probably going to be a nonstop, never ending journey. What does your vision board look like? If it's a literal vision board, if it's in your head, kind of like mine, is it totally different than your current life. If this is true for you, you've probably outgrown your life. You're probably at the end of the road and it's a time to shed, time to let go. Let go of people that are holding you back. Let go of things that are holding you back. Let go of jobs, of identities that are holding you back. Are those things in your vision board? Are they in alignment with your vision and your goals and your dreams and your desires? If not, it's time to let them go. You've outgrown them and you cannot accomplish the things you want to accomplish with these things holding you back. And the last one, this one's gonna be very hard for some of you to hear. Not easy to admit this, but the last and final thing is if you're jealous, if you were obsessed with the life that you have, you would not be jealous of others. You wouldn't feel envious of them. You would actually feel happy for them and happy for their success. When you are so in love with your life, you can actually genuinely celebrate other people's accomplishments, right? Like you don't have to go creep on them just to judge them. It's actually like a subconscious thing whenever we want to go creep on someone and see how their life is and where they're going and the places they are and the things that they wear and the cars that they drive and their perfect family photos, we're actually wishing we had someone else's life. If you were so busy loving your own life, you would not have time to creep on other people. There's even studies that show that there's a, a link between looking at other people's lives on social media and clinical depression. And I am so guilty of this. I can go down a rabbit hole. I'll like see one picture of 
I don't know, maybe it's on the explore page of, of Instagram. And I'm like, oh, that looks like a cute outfit. And I just want to see what she's wearing. And then I click on her profile and I start to see this perfect life that she's portrayed on social media, which we all know is a highlight reel. Her perfect family, perfectly decorated house, places that she's traveled to, her nice car that's always clean. Just, I could go down a freaking rabbit hole sometimes of getting into someone's life that I don't even know anything about. There's almost 8 billion people in this world. And I'm sitting here creeping on one girl judging my own life. So I start questioning my own self and my own goals. And then I start to get jealous of their lives. And then I really have to like snap myself out of it. And it it, it takes me a minute. I have to come back to reality and be like, where was I just now? Trying to compare myself to them and then make their lives seem like it's the normal. Like it's that's the gold standard of how everyone should be living their lives. So that is definitely a sign that you are kind of all of the above. You've outgrown people. You're discontent. You're filling a void with social media. And subconsciously, you're jealous of someone else's life because you are not content with your own life. So that's when you really have to sit down and reassess. Okay, I've hit all my goals. I've done everything that I want going outside of my own self. And I'm thinking that I have to make this person's life mine when you really don't. So reassess your goals, reassess who you're aligned with, reassess your friends, being unapologetic in what you want, I think is another huge thing that I want to say. I tend to think I have to over-explain myself. You know, I can't disappoint these people. Maybe these people will like it, but these people won't. And it's exhausting. It's just, you have to be so unapologetic when it comes to what you want. I am reassessing a lot of things in my life. I'm reassessing people. I'm reassessing things that I thought I wanted that I really don't anymore. That They were once huge goals in the forefront of my mind. But if I'm really being honest and looking at it, it wasn't what I really, really wanted deep down. It was just something that I thought that I had to keep up with and maintain an identity I created. And we can always recreate our identities and we could always say, you know what? That's not fulfilling me anymore. I think I'm going to go try this because I really think this would make me happy. And it's okay to do that. So what is something you need to let go of? What is a person that you need to let go of? What is the thing you need to let go of? And you have a hundred percent say so in your life. Let's recap. Number one, you can no longer relate to the people around you. Number two, you have a constant feeling of discontent. Number three, you feel like you're just going through the motions. Number four, you start trying to fill voids. Number five, your vision board is not related to any part of your current life. And number six, you find yourself jealous of people that you see on social media or anywhere in the world. And you're like, dang, I wish I had that life. This is a sign that you've outgrown your life and you need to move on. Let me know in the DMs. Find me on Habits You Love Instagram. Let me know something that you want to move on from, that you feel stuck in, that you feel bad or guilty for leaving or moving on from. I want to hear what you guys are trying to move on from in your life.
the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.